Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney is out. He's got some uh, some boils on his nether regions. You're and so such a he's, liar. Uh, he's not going to be here for a couple of days. Well, I feel bad for everybody on that Disney cruise then. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. If you missed it, Audrey has been dubbed Baldry because she... You are so foul for that, by the way. She had COVID not that long ago, and she's got a little bald spot now. And so she's been working on her comb over this week. Give us look back pony slick happening. Back pony. The Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you Scottish? Yeah. Just English, Scottish, Irish. White. You are the whitest white person that I've ever been. Literally, <laughs> there's not an ounce of seasoning in this mayonnaise. I am from the land of overcast. It's a good thing that God made women that way. He did it on purpose. That's that is the guy who didn't like us at first. That's that's the guy who told us to shut up and then stop talking. Hello. Hello. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? So we know that this time of year is horny tarantula season. You know, the uh, the males come out just like us male humans and uh-huh. out there crawling around looking for chicks. And that's exactly <laughs> what, they what, do? What's exactly what they do. They're out there just stalking, just looking to see if there's any females around. And as a result, you see a lot more tarantulas this time of year. But now, uh, scientists have discovered there's a new species of tarantula Whoa. on the uh, southwestern coast of Thailand. So they haven't made it here yet, but if, oh. you ever, if you've seen the movie Arachnophobia, which well, they are they're remaking. One, they're one shipment away. Exactly. One coffin ride away. And they'll be here. Uh, the spiders have a blue-violet hue uh, that scientists say resemble electrical sparks. And they're saying that the blue colorations are rarely found in nature because they result of a certain arrangement of biological nanostructures that rather than pigments. So in other words, very, very rare for this sort of thing to exist. But they're saying that they are hypnotizing tarantulas. Yeah. How cool for evolution to give us blue raspberry flavored tarantulas. Yeah, I'm not actually down for this. Like hypnotizing tarantulas, I'm not. I'm, no, 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 thank you. You know what? It's not really hypnotizing. This is just some like... <laughs> Some tarantula that thinks she's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> like we all we all follow that chick on Instagram. You know who I'm talking about. They're all sitting around talking about their being moon sisters. There's potions and lotions <laughs> and crystals. This is just a crystal. Just because you have tarantula, a, a circle of candles doesn't mean you're a real life witch, lady. <laughs> you bought a, that Ouija board from Target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a uh, uh, Milton Brothers or Milton Bradley <laughs> yeah. sells that. That you know, which one of the eight eyes do we look into? When it's hypnotizing us, though. Uh, do tarantulas have eight eyes? They do. Yeah, what? Is that? No, they have a billion eyes, don't they? They have eight. No, they have way more than eight. Have well, eight how much do you want to bet? <laughs> look it up. I, I want you to fact check us because I'm How much you want to bet? Are you not confusing it with Did legs? Did you just look I'm it not, up? Did I'm you not, look it up no, on that computer? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I see I, a tarantula. <laughs> you were Googling over there. <laughs> <laughs> that eight eyes and eight legs? How about that? They have eight eyes, which are grouped into four pairs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Well, some uh, some good news today as well. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually glad they pulled this off. Uh, Vanna White is going to be staying on. Uh, we know that Pat Sajak is going to be leaving Wheel of Fortune, and Ryan Seacrest is going to be doing it. Uh, is anybody excited by this? Uh, right? Like, do we need more Ryan Seacrest? I'm what sure he'll do a fine pairing. job. What's what that? an odd pairing. I, know. I think I think uh, she lasts one, maybe two seasons. 
and then retires. Yeah, and then, then she's out. So yeah. like, get 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 your payday because you put up with Pat Sajak for forty years. Also, how is it Pat Sajak's fault for like not advocating for Vanna to get more money through that whole stint of Are their you surprised? career? Together? Like Pat Sajak just seems like a creep, man. Like he just seems like he's out for himself and always has been. As far as like game show hosts, like he's got to be the, the worst. Least, the least. Like, and they had that guy Richard Dawson on the Family Feud right. who would just full on mouth kiss your wife right right in front, in front of you, of you. <laughs> back in the seventies, and still Pat Sajak. Like you would go on that show and he would start a Family Feud. Yep. <laughs> He'd be like, "Why are you kissing the game show host, man?" But yeah, Pat, uh, Pat Sajak out, Ryan Seacrest in Vanna White. There's been a big contract dispute, and now she is going to be saying. And I didn't know this. I guess Guinness World Records did uh, some kind of survey of how many. Time she is clapped on the air. Okay. She does a lot of clapping. And she is the most frequent on air clapper as of 2015. Because <laughs> like that's what the last that. time that they tallied it up, she had clapped it- over 3.7 million times <laughs> on the air. You know what? Uh, her job can be done by AI. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What is she doing? I mean, I mean I'm glad. I'm, but that is one of those jobs hey. that whenever she is gone, they ain't filling that position. It's just going to be Ryan Seacrest over there. And can I get a vowel? And then it's just going it to start moving and Vanna up. won't be there. Like, uh, there, she, there will not be someone to fill Vanna's place after Vanna. Back in the day, like she used to walk over and like turn the letters. And now like she just walks over and like touches, touches it. And, like she doesn't do anything. No. You know, but I, I do like Vanna White and I'm glad that hopefully she's getting paid. She's going to be the last one and deservedly so because you can't have another Vanna there. There won't be another Vanna. No. Absolutely not. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Kraft Heinz has done a voluntary recall on 83,000 cases of their Kraft Singles American Processed Cheese. Oh, no. After a report of a possible choking hazard. Oh, so, wait, who's, who's choking to death on American cheese? I mean, what? you would li- that would be like waterboarding. I mean, you would just get stuck in your esophagus. Guys, I, like, I have my entire life been absolutely molesting the craft singles. Like, I eat those so inappropriately. You do? I slap them on my face and then suck them in like I'm a, a bank teller tube. <laughs> so you would be the person who would I would choke be the person that it. would choke. So I'm so glad that I read this story. I guess there was an issue with one of the, uh, like, their machines, their processing machines. And so it was leaving, like, a, a film on the individual slices even after the people thought they removed the wrapper. Oh, no. I could have choked to death. Do you? Oh wait, hang God. on a second. How... How do you eat? The, am I the only one that does that? I don't eat craft singles anymore. But when you did, you didn't just slap it on your face and hoover it I up. I think the only time that I ever, ever ate craft singles was when it was melted upon two pieces of bread and made into a grilled cheese. Mm. Oh no, I would just eat just craft singles. I'd fold mm-hmm. it. Like I love to see how many times I could fold it. I, sometimes, and then I'd like yeah. like pay myself like in singles. I'd make it rain like I was at a strip club. With the little cheese uh, slices, yeah, yeah, straight into my mouth. Uh-uh. Oh yeah. Have uh-uh. you never done the, those? Like slap it on Put your it face on and, and eat it from the inside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. you have, the funniest thing that I saw was when people were slapping those craft singles on babies. Oh, <laughs> I call it CPS. If, if you've never seen the uh, the videos that have uh, circulated on the internet, there's these poor, sweet, adorable, innocent children that are just sitting there minding their own business, experiencing their first days of life, and then all of a sudden, uh, one of these. Awful parents would just toss one of these craft singles from across the room what in do you slow mean awful? motion. You mean hilarious parents I mean, throwing hilarious. it across the room? They, both of those things can be true at the same time. <laughs> You're awful and hilarious. And this poor baby in slow motion would just, and a craft single would stick to their little bald head, and Man, they'd be so surprised. And so them scared. kids slap craft singles on your children. I mean, they don't. They don't. Uh, I feel like that's a character development move. 
Do you think it, it helps your child develop character if you chuck cheese at them? Absolutely. Some of these uh, some of these babies are wearing the helmets these days because their skulls are kind of all, all whacked out. Just make them a craft singles nah, helmet. Man. When, no, you, you when you're old and you're getting put into a home, these kids, these videos, they'll resurface. Yeah, do it then, on old people too. Then, then they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna get their retribution. Can you imagine if so, somebody working at a retirement home was just walking around and just cheesing people? I think I think that that would be pretty funny. I mean, it would go viral. You you would have a hit on your hands. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So, I gotta know, what's the deal with the name of your show? How come Audrey's name isn't in the name of the show? In fact, it should just be called Audrey, or possibly Audrey and those other two guys. Ask you for a friend. Message deleted. It's a fair question. Audrey, you want to take this one? <laughs> well, uh, honestly, it's really funny because I've had people ask me this before, and um, I'm very flattered that you believe that my name should be on the show. But, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it, like the domains that are, are bought. Also, you guys have been doing the show for forever since before I was born because you're elderly and um, you're old as dust in time. So, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of people. I mean, look at Howard Stern show. Robin, it's not the Howard Stern and Robin show. What does it matter? Does this, <laughs> this could be called The Audrey Show, and I'd be just as happy to show yeah, up and man. do it every single day. And I I, I agree with that. It was called I'm the, here. It was called The Dave and Mahoney Show for a long time before we even met Audrey. Audrey is an incredibly valuable player, and if you don't think that she has as much juice or pull or mic time as I- either of us, you're just wrong. It's man. really funny, though, because... <laughs> the other day, whenever we're meeting people, right? Because, you know, if they're not necessarily actively listening to the show, it's the Dave Mahoney show. And then, like, I'm just standing there behind the other day when we were introducing ourselves to people and <laughs> totally just got, like, absolutely shunned behind this guy's back the other day. I was like, oh, yeah. And then so I think one of our sales guys, or maybe you, Dave, was like, and I, this is Audrey. I and I was like, hey, man, like, what's up? Like, dapped him up, and then he just, like, still proceeded to, like, shut me out. I was like, whatever, man. Like, I don't <laughs> care. But it's really funny whenever that happens because I clearly know you just don't listen. Yeah. You yeah, know? That's fine. And you know what? I, it doesn't matter. Like, anyone that actually listens to this show knows how valuable you are as a team member. And, I mean, I appreciate, like, dudes like this white knighting for you, acting like, i got a moment to fix this for her. Yeah, thanks, She pal. doesn't need she, uh, doesn't, she doesn't need the validation. Chris Jackson, on the other hand, our producer. <laughs> oh, he's why, so why, aren't you, why aren't you white knighting for Chris? Yeah, little littlest D energy out there, man. Yeah, man, come on. <laughs> we don't say that about Chris. No, he's talking about. No, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were saying like, he's got a little D in Oh, no, no, he has a little D, yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, listen. I just heard y'all talking about getting your hair cut and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm not sure which one it was, but one of you men mentioned that your stylist charged you a certain amount. You don't have a stylist, bro. You got a barber. Be a man. That's about it. Bye. Message deleted. Be a man and use your Also, hey, hey, bro, uh, barber's cool, and I go to a bar, been to plenty of barbers, uh, but you know what? You know what's awesome? Hot stylists. Yes. A dude can be a stylist, too. Do you know how many men I see, and straight men? My old roommate. Brilliant. 
idea, by the way. You go in and you be a hair hairstylist. You are swimming in it. You're swimming, man. You know, and then also if you're good at it, and a lot of times you're hot and tatted, like because you're artistic. And like, what the heck? You're also like a therapist. I mean, you talk about shooting fish in a barrel. Every person that comes yeah. in there, not even necessarily just your clients, you're hearing about all the people that are on the verge of a breakup, of the verge of divorce. Yes. And you can go in there you can and swoop kiss in them. more so than <laughs> kiss you've those got tears away. You're more important <laughs> than their <laughs> physical <laughs> trainer. Absolutely, like For it's a. It's a different story. It's a different world. My old my old roommate is a stylist (laughs) and he's straight and he was in like he was in a hardcore metal band for many years. They were signed. They toured. And you know what? He, you know, met a lot of women in that realm. But since he's been a stylist, he has uh, you know, he has not been lonely. We will we will just say that. Yeah, man. I mean I see them all the time. I've never seen one in the wild. What's his name? You want to hook him up with him? Uh, I'll, 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 <laughs> you two, no, no, we can't, we can't, we can't let our friends like cross. That. I just want to see if he's good at hair. He is good at hair. Okay. Uh, and I will say this: uh, enjoy your barber who's uh, shaking, whose hands shaking, who's a thousand years old. <laughs> barbers are awesome too, man. But like, again. but I mean, all barbers. Stop are, telling me how to live. I will say this though: all stylists are not created equal, and neither are barbers. Because you could go and get a thirty dollars haircut, and it would be the best haircut you've ever had in your entire life, and then you can. Also get a thirty dollar haircut and it will be the, the worst, worst thing you've ever got. And it's like, same for beards because my boyfriend is bald with a beard, mm-hmm. and he'll go through and look at people's like pages or their Instagrams or whatever and be like, oh yeah, that's actually pretty good. And then you show up and it's like this guy's hungover. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there. You're you get lined up, edged up, and it's like crooked. Just a hot mess out there, man. Nobody- when my honey first moved to the valley, I don't even remember if you remember the story, but. You went and got a haircut, and it was so bad that you literally like went next door yeah. to the barber shop and got your haircut again. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I got two haircuts two in these pants in one ninety minutes. Yeah. That's wild. Please leave a message. Scalp. Let's say you went over to your friend's house just after they had a baby. They show you the baby, and it's the ugliest baby you've ever seen in your life. What do you say? Message. Yes, man. Ugly babies turn into good-looking people. Though. That's true. Like good-looking babies, most of the time. Ugly people. It's true. It's dude. It's 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 a it's a mean curse that nature plays on us. Not for the baby. Like I'd much rather be a butt ugly baby. Yeah, it doesn't you, matter. You get a pass. Sure. You're you're an ugly ass baby. That's no one's gonna call say anything to you. You're an ugly adult. You're gonna hear about dude, it. You know what? You know what's not fair, man. Mm. Everybody loves a fat baby. Mm-hmm. Dude, fat babies the fatter. Little, little leg rolls. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a little sumo wrestler. Oh. Look at you. But like when when it, when, it, when it's me, all of a sudden it's not, not a, so cute anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is David Mahoney. Audrey, you are a strange little duck. You know that? And yeah, I don't mean that. Do you that. understand that you say this to me every day? <laughs> but every day. Times a day. Every day you surprise me. Why? You've known me for five years. I know. And we, we share conversation for four hours a day. I mean, think about how many people talk as often and as frequently as we do. And no I'd one say does this. All, almost no one. I don't talk to my wife nearly as much as I talk to you. Like, we talk about everything all of the time, every aspect of our lives. So how am I still surprising you? That's what I mean. Like, how do you manage to surprise me? And I don't yet know. Every You're an day. onion. You have many layers. <laughs> I do. Oh, man. Can I at least be a sweet onion, like a yellow one? Because the, the no white ones are stinky. I think the purple onions are the best onions. Yeah, they are. That's fair. And yeah. and very pretty. <laughs> they do. They're, They're the prettiest of onions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're a flower of onions. You were talking about how you have rediscovered your love for shopping Dude, malls. Dude, I love the mall. What are you talking about? Who loves the mall? It's Me. 2023. Why? Because it's a great place. 
um, to just, first of all, go around and walk. I was getting my little exercise on. I was there for four hours yesterday, just kind of like be bopping around. And um, I don't know, like my boyfriend and I just went, we were going around from store to store. There's a lot of cute stuff out for there right hours, now. For though? four hours? And I did not, I could have stayed longer. How much did you spend? Um, not that much. Probably like in total, we've spent about like $400, like him and I. Okay. Like, so, not, like, like for, together. For four hours. Like, I feel like if I went to the mall, like I hate shopping in general, right? So maybe that's why I don't like vibe with this whole mall thing. Um, but I have not been to a mall that is not sad in a very long time. We went to one of the most, I mean, I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. Super clean. It looked brand new. So many beautiful stores that I had never even really seen before. I was really? telling Mahoney that uh, he was, you know, recently looking up online um, a gift for his wife. And I'd never heard of this brand before. So I went in. And uh, just, you know, I I like window shopping, especially if I'm going to kill time and if I've got nothing else to do. Um, It was kind of a new experience. I I was pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it as much as I did. So back in the day, Mahoney, because you and I grew up in the mall era where it was every Friday night, Saturday night, my parents would drop me off at the mall. That's where we went to meet new girls from other schools. Oh, I was a mall rat. I worked in retail for probably about almost close to 10 years. I mean, the, the idea of in this day and age, your kid does not have a cell phone and you just go drop him off at the mall and then agree to pick him up at a certain time. Doesn't that yep. seem wild to you? It's just insane yeah. to think about like, you know what? We, and they would just be circling the, the, the parking lot mm-hmm. at some point and then we would hopefully find them, you yep. know, and you're talking like we, my mom would drop off like me and like four or five of my friends, you know, you're five teenage boys. In a in a mall, like Go, going to Spencer's to look at these. Oh, we were the, stuff. we were the absolute worst. But I mean, it was that was kind of like the social media before social media. Yeah, that's where you went to meet people. Yeah. And, and if you went to the mall, that means that you normally had some kind of money to spend as well. Oh, no, we never had any money. I to spend. Yeah, never had any. We money had either. money for food court food. Yeah, yeah. food court, maybe a movie. You know yeah. what it was? That greasy ass Sabaro pizza. Oh no, I wasn't. I was a uh, panda. Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't even panda. It was whatever, like China to go or something. <laughs> Like it, it was uh, the the orange chicken. Yeah, yeah. But I have not heard a positive review of a mall in years. Well, because you know, and we're talking I indoor mall be, here, I used not to be an outdoor, outdoor mall. Outdoor mall girly is exactly but, what I was about to say. But I mean, I I had a moment where I was like. I don't know why people stopped going to the malls. I don't know if it was uh, the pandemic that really put a halt or if it was before that with the convenience of just online shopping, but I loved it. I really did. And I didn't feel like every store was super dirty and like overcrowded. And maybe that's because there's not as much uh, inventory because, you know, at one point everybody was just shoving all of their stuff onto the the sales floor and it felt overwhelming. Like, I don't know if you... I'm probably not, but there was a moment where like Forever 21s and H&Ms felt like you were going thrifting and you were having to try and find the gold within ever just the explosion of clothing. It's just too that, much. And it, it yeah. just didn't feel like that anymore. Like at really? all. Yeah. I mean, do you think that we should have like a little Friday night where we all get a pocket full of quarters and hit the mall, maybe go to the they arcade? They don't have an arcade. They don't, they don't have, have an arcade. arcade. The mall that yeah. I went to did not have an arcade. Hmm. I mean, maybe. It was so it big, didn't. I didn't even see a quarter of it. <laughs> yeah, they like a Dave and Buster's or something? Nothing? No. No, uh, no arcades. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. You know the songs. You know the songs. Be working so hard. But do you know them when they sound this bad? I've got this feeling. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Barb is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you today, Barb? 
I'm good. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You're trying to figure out the artist and the song in order to get the win today. And we have got a wide swing. Least popular one, 22 views. Oh. Most popular one, 7.5 million views. So good luck to you, Barb. Here we oh, go wow. with number one. Stop it right there. That one has 2,300 mm. views from the Children's Medieval Band. It's starting to get good, too. I know. Barb, do you know it? <laughs> uh, I want to say that is uh, Double Vision by Foreigner. That is correct, Barb. I didn't even know what that was until that last, like, 0.5 seconds. Children's yeah. Medieval Band? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, I, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go on number two. This is the uh, this is the banger. 7.5 million views on oh. this bad boy. Here we go. Stop it right there at 30 seconds. I mean, that wasn't a very good... Uh, <laughs> Why does that have 7.5 million well, I mean, views? no, what I meant by that was I feel like it probably got better, but I mean, that, that snippet didn't really like it make justice. it seem like it was 7.5 mil worthy. All right, Barb, do you got it? Yeah, yeah, it didn't do it justice. I think it's uh, in the air tonight, Phil Collins. That's correct. You know, I'm a firm believer that that song never needs to be covered. Because I thought that you can't... was Disturbed for some reason. It did sound like yeah. Disturbed. Like the Disturbed live in concert or it something did. version, yeah. but that is... Yeah, don't don't you don't need to cover that song. It was done perfectly no. the first time. Barb, you're doing great. Two full points. It's not a lifeline Phil. used yet, but we are going to our third one here. Oh, what are you Phil. working for his ex-wife now? <laughs> <laughs> got, I mean, you, you locked out of your own house, man. You can't undo the stinky once you've been called stinky. Well, you can't be labeled the stinky guy and, and his ex-wife from that. said, yeah. "I'm leaving you because you smell." That sucks. That's, That's just mean. Horrible. That's just mean. <laughs> All right, here we go. This next one, only 22 views. Let's have a listen. I was completely wasted out of work and down. All inside, it's so frustrating because I drift from town to town. Feel as though nobody cares if I live or die. So I might as well begin to put some action in my life. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you know it, Barb? I do. That's breaking the law, Judas Priest. There you go. You are crushing this. Glad <laughs> yeah, you Barb. knew that, Barb, because yes. I did not. Did okay. you, Mahoney? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did? Yeah. Not me. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm a little odd one out. <laughs> You're not a big Judas Priest fan, huh? <laughs> don't, don't, you cla- don't you say that about me. I'm a huge Judas Priest fan. Who's the lead singer? <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Judas Pastor. I mean, that's his full name, right? It's Mr. Judas Priest. Mr. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Mr. Priest. All right, Priest. here we go. <laughs> on to number four. You can win it right here, Barb, with a full point. 36 views on this one. Oh, take your time. Don't live too fast. Troubles will come. And they will pass. <laughs> You'll find a wall. 
That's loaded with great advice only if your grandma that was giving you that advice was a bottle of Jack Daniels deep. That's what that mm. sounded like to me. Barb, for the win, <laughs> it, do you it know sounded it? sounded like that would be... I do. That would be Simple Man. You are awesome. Oh, Lenny Skinny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barb, you didn't need a lifeline. You didn't need any help today. You crushed it. You went four for four. Well done. Thank you for playing. Uh, absolutely. It was awesome. This is Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So a couple of uh, renewals when it comes to popular TV shows. I have not watched this first one, but Mahoney, you have recommended it to me a number of times. I just haven't gotten into it yet. I don't know if my wife would like it, which is kind of why I'm I'm not sure, but Mm -hmm. I really, really like Apple TV's content. Sure. The Apple TV Plus stuff that they put out. Uh, Slow Horses. And it just got it's greenlit so for a good. third season. I think they've already. I think they've already filmed the third season. Oh, is that what it is? You like know, it's just coming out in December. I think so. That yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's based on a, a series of novels. And I'll tell you this much: Gary Oldman, who is one of the leads in that show, is literally maybe the best actor of our generation. And that's saying a lot, considering there's so many good actors out there like Daniel Day-Lewis and uh, many others. But uh, if you have not watched Slow Horses, it's a spy. Uh, it's a spy series on Apple Plus, and it's just, uh, it's just really damn good, it man. Is spy-fi because no, I it, feel like there like, is so much sci-fi that I would be shocked that there's no, not some sort no, of. No, it's it's taking place like in basically. I think these books were written in the 80s, and 90s, and early oh. 2000s. So it's like kind, you know, but it takes place in modern day, like okay, you know good. the 2015s or so. Uh, and it follows a band of like losers who were kind of uh, not were, run out of MI6. Yeah, they weren't good enough to like make you know the American equivalent of the CIA essentially. And or they're, like the CIA is like B team or C team. Yeah. Okay. And, it's, and it's it's funny, but it's well done, and it's the drama is really good. And Gary Oldman is just a pleasure to watch. And you're right, Mahoney. So it, it, it was greenlit a while ago. The December first is the release date, and they're going to do that thing where it's a two episode premiere, and then yeah, it's going to yeah. come out weekly on Friday. It's, it's man, get caught up before that comes out. So uh, Dark Winds is another show that I haven't gotten into yet. We started watching it and then kind of fell off. I want to go back to it, though, because it's gotten a lot of good reviews. It's an AMC show that is also getting a season three. Okay. So that that's not going to be debuting until 2025. That's the one that just got greenlit. But Dark do Winds. You, do you guys find yourself, whenever you're watching some of these shows, making it through just a few, like you said, Dave, and then just not giving it any more thought ever again. And I hate that about me because I feel like sometimes think about like, I don't know, uh, some of the best TV shows of all time. You just say all the time, you just got to get through the first, I mean, Game of Thrones, you just got to get through the first season. And then season two on is like amazing. No, I see. I thought, I think there's, for me, it's like there's a character or there's a story plot that like grabs me, and if a character doesn't grab me, then I just kind of like lose Same. interest in the yeah. show. And you, you take a show, you know, I mean, obviously it's one of the greatest of all time, like Breaking Bad. You watch one episode, you're like, huh. I have to watch the next episode because of the magnetism of this character. Shows yeah, the like shows, Breaking the Bad shows that I like us. the least, I'm with you, Audrey, are the ones where I'm like, all of you could die right now and I'd be fine And with I wouldn't it. care. You're wouldn't not giving me any incentivization to want to watch the next episode. Or there's a, or there's a mystery or something else a out there. You have to follow the binging blue book. If I am not wondering 
what is immediately happening afterwards yep. by the cliffhanger that is left at the end of your episode, you're not. You're just not going to have me hooked. You're just exactly. Not. Audrey, do you know who Peso Pluma is? I sure do. Okay, so I'm not very familiar, but I know that he played at the VMAs. He's a, uh, a Mexican artist that's pretty popular right now, but it's kind of nuts what's going on with this guy. I mean, he's it's canceling. pretty scary. It's very scary. So um, he's you know from the area where there's a lot of cartels, and I guess the cartels do not like him at all, and he is now having to cancel shows because the cartel is publicly threatening him, saying... If you show up and play this show, you're you're really? smoked. Like See, they're but hanging like, banners over the interstate. Where is this coming from? That's what I want to know. Like, why is why are they saying, "Hey, Mr. Pluma, like you cannot come into our territory and play any type of shows"? Like, I'm wondering if he like made some sort of remark, like whether it was sarcastic or not, and now the cartel is coming from him. Like, I saw this and I just couldn't quite put the pieces of the puzzle together as to why. So they actually hung a banner uh, over the interstate that said, "This goes to Peso Pluma. Refrain, refrain from presenting yourself on October 4th. He had this big show planned in Tijuana because it will be your last show due to your disrespect and loose tongue. Yeah, so I that's, guess, a, that's a, that's a, that's a, you should probably cancel that show, bro. That's a, that's a hard pass for me. Yeah, just go play up in San Diego. Call today. But they were even threatening him when he was playing in the States. It's kind of wild, but I mean, you know, I'd, I prefer to play in the States where there's a yeah, little more of a safety net there. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, not, not a great moment for him considering that, you know, he's kind of on the rise right now and he's got these huge shows planned and stadiums and, and uh, can't play him because they're threatening to murder him. Boy, that is scary, scary stuff. This is Dave and Mahoney. This is a pretty incredible stat, Mahoney, that you just shared with us. I mean, because I get it. Like, dating can be hard, right? Like, in today's day and age where a lot of people view others as disposable, right? It's commodity. Because there's always somebody else out there, and they get kind of addicted to that drip of, you know, trying to match with somebody, and then it becomes a game. You know, dating apps certainly have made it easier to connect with people, but has it made it easier to meaningfully connect? I don't know the answer to that. So I'm looking at the stats that this guy who has been on Tinder for almost four years now, and he has swiped over a million times. So almost 1.1 million times over those four years, which seems crazy because, like, I mean, are there that many people on Tinder? Maybe yeah. if you're in New York City but, or but something like that. You or, can change your location. Okay, so he's swiped 1.1 million times, almost a million of those being right swipes, which is the I would like to match with you. Out of those million matches or those million swipes, only 719 matches. Oof. Out of those 719 matches. Is there a picture of this guy? Is he just terrible uh, looking? He's not a bad looking guy. I mean, he's not a great looking guy. But, but I mean, there's a, a person guy. for everyone, which is sure. why this, these apps exist, but right? Like you can be like a middle, middle, like middling looking person for man or woman well, and still find love. It's pretty, right. well, Audrey, I mean, for this gentleman, I don't know because a million swipes, 719 matches, that is a very, very low match percentage. And out of those 719 matches, he only had 217 chats. <laughs> out of those 217 chats that he had, one date. So I, what? so here's, here's the thing, and this is going to come <laughs> off Exactly the way I want it to. I don't care. So this is this man's problem. There is no way 
that you are going onto an app where you have full-blown access to anyone that you want, literally in the world, and you go for one million swipes and you get one date out of it, that is a you problem or, without question. Or it's hard out there for dudes, man. I mean, like, here's, here's his guy. He's 24 years old. That man looks like he says, I'm a nice guy. No one wants to be with me. Probably. I always yes. get friend zoned. Yeah. I always uh, get friend zoned. Why do nice guys like me never get picked? I got the uh, the percentage on that. That is a success rate of 0.0006%. So not even 0.1%, percent People used to go to war and find families in other <laughs> countries with people who did not speak their own language. Young man, if you're listening closely... <laughs> You need to go to war. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if apparently the success rate, they were just like knocking it out of the park back in the day. So, I mean, I just I just don't understand the way that people like view dating today. And I understand it's really hard, but I really just think people make it harder on their se- on so themselves. So, you want to hear, you young, hear it's, some It's got to be I tough out there for young dudes. I don't know if it's just young guys because I, I was getting my hair cut yesterday and I was talking to the girl that cuts my hair and she was telling me about... You know, somebody that she knows that had had a really hard time on the dating apps, like mm-hmm. the traditional ones, the Bumbles and the Tinders and all that Inge. stuff. And so she had decided that she was going to try something new. And I didn't even know this is a thing. And it's crazy to me. She, I, I, There's some platform out there where you can specifically date ex-cons. Oh, yeah. Dude, I found a, I found a, what? Uh, an Instagram. This girl's an idiot. Hold so on, hold you on. are saying I'm, that there, you. Can- there's more. There's more. Are you ready You're for this? You're saying, hey, you know what? I'm having such a tough time with like normal people that you know what? Maybe I should just preemptively just go ahead and go for every single red flag that's being thrown on the play, like and I'm just gonna go full blown in for an ex con. But see, so it's not even because people can I be hate rehabilitated <laughs> and stuff like that. I, yes. I get that. But if you're the sort of ex con that is advertising yourself as an ex con, well, the ex con date. I mean, lie, man. No, no, man you're, up, you're up front. No. no, man. I think it's a bigger red flag. It's if a you're, kink. That's if a kink. That is on. a kink. I, I said the same thing. I'm like, that's one of the those. Let me fix you, girls. You know, because oh. there's girls out there that the more broken the person this, is, the more they want to fix them. But there's more to the story, and I just get it, it's but wild. She first date invited this guy over to her apartment. Well, well, what was he convicted well, 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 of? Whatever. I asked that exact question. What was he convicted of? Because if he's like a bank robber, you're like, cool. Or like <laughs> white collar crime, right. or your embezzlement, no. or you know, tax fraud. Don't say it. Indecent exposure. Well, I mean, was he taking a pee by the highway? That's what I asked as well, <laughs> and I don't have the answer to that. But okay. he, he he was. Convicted. Is he married to, or is he the ex-husband of a former congresswoman? <laughs> he was convicted Wild. of indecent oh. exposure, which means that it was That's probably not something not to great. To be convicted of something like that. Right. It's one thing to be charged. You get charged, you plead arrested, down. you get a ticket, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. This sure. guy was shown his willy out in public. Nah, yeah, and good. you invited him over date one. Well, like, no, we don't need to judge that. We don't need to judge that. I mean, like people that. people bring home people all the time on like that, that aren't even dating, but because he is an ex-con who is shown his doinker you know. out in public. Like, but you there, know there's that. the issue. I feel like you're standing on this soapbox for a reason, Audrey. Let me stand up properly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but Mahoney, I mean, you said that you think that it's really tough out here for young men. I'm curious your your reasoning behind that. I, well, because it's one, it's expensive as hell to live right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if for you were women too. No, for everybody. But like, there are things. There are a, in the in the dating world, there are some preconceived notions that exist. But that, there are a lot of women are who are trying to, to, there are a lot of women though who are doting that I'm going to be paying half for a first date that are younger because they don't want the implications of I owe the, you something. I owe well, you great. something. Yeah, I think that is great. I, I, 
more power to you, but there are still a large percentage of people who think, you know, like if you are not six foot tall, you make six sure. figures and you've got six, you know, in a certain place, yep. you're, you're just completely, six, six, six rule. you're completely mm-hmm. worthless as a dude. And that, yeah. and that is why so many young men are like falling out of the, uh, the dating game. And I it's hear be- you, but I would like to raise the argument though, that, there are so many people who absolutely lack interpersonal communication oh, without skills. A doubt. Oh, and sure. I think that that is the downfall. But you could be poor as dirt. And if you are finding something in common with someone, when you meet them in person, you're going to work out. Well, it has yeah, nothing what, to do with, you know, and I think that, you know, the, the dating apps actually make all of that, the six, six, six rule, six figures, six foot and six inches. That is what is really making it tough yeah. because of Tinder. Like if we just got outside and just started talking to people, I mean, you guys tease me for that all the time, but just start having conversations with people. Well, that's how it used to be. You, yeah. you, would, you would end up marrying somebody that you either went to school with, you worked with, or you went to church with because that was your bubble and that's all Talk you had to choose to from. people! It drives me crazy. See, like, but we're you, so lonely. Just have a conversation. I don't know if people are developing those skills. I developed no. the skill of talking to people out of massive insecurity for other things. So it's like, I know I have to do this because I don't have X, Y, or Z. Well, hang on. You make I'm, six figures. You're six foot tall. Oh, okay. Not when I, I was 18. <laughs> No, what, it but- shrink? <laughs> well, yeah, every 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 twenty pounds you gain, it, <laughs> you lose. You lose. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. There is a certain person, a certain person. so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? We live in the golden age of complaining. There's never been a time where it was easier to let everyone in the world know just how much you hate something. I mean, back in the day, Mahoney, when you hated something, you just had to tell people. Or you had to actually stand out on a street in front of a business and yell with a sign how much that business sucked. Now it's just all about the reviews on the internet. And these are the Karen Chronicles. We have some scathing reviews of normal places like a movie theater and a TJ Maxx to feature today. Uh, this first one is a TJ Maxx in Coralville, Indiana, and it's got 4.3 out of 5 stars. And Lisa said 5 out of 5. She rated TJ Maxx perfectly. Great prices. Got king-size seats affordably Ooh, at this TJ Maxx. All right. You, you go, girl. Crystal said 5 out of 5. OMG, I love this store. Easy to get to. Good parking. Something on the list for everyone. Luggage, handbags, clothing, shoes, candles, beauty products, bedding, and bath, pet supplies, and so much more. All for a great price. Always well-stocked and clean. That's a bot. How's she going to forget the olive oil? I that Honestly, Mahoney, the olive oil and the popcorn, man, every time. Karen did not have a great experience, said one out of five stars. I do not like this place. I'm not even really sure why. It just feels like a flea market pretending to be posh. The candles smell good, but they're expensive for what they are. In fact, I think that's basically it. I'm pretty sure everything here was made by some kids in some poor rundown country. The prices here are just cranked to the max. That's probably the store's namesake. Does anyone actually shop here or are we all just here out of boredom? Is it the same with life in general? Yes. <laughs> that got dark pretty quick, didn't it? It did. <laughs> also, everything is made by little kids in other countries. Yeah, unfortunately. Literally everything. Um, yeah, that's why it's so cheap. 
the next one here is from Victorville, California. Lovely place. Uh, it's for the Cinemark 16 movie theater. I've driven by that. I have too. <laughs> Lovely. 4.1 out of 5 stars, which is higher than I would I'm have expected. shocked. Okay. Yeah, April said 4 out of 5. I took my grandson to see Transformers. He thought the recliners were weird, but had fun with it. It was very comfortable, and the sound is amazing. The red vines were fresh, not hard. I do appreciate that. I mean, nobody likes a hard red vine. Frank said five out of five. Nice theater with comfortable seats and a great sound system. The app is very convenient. It has good rewards. Oh, yeah. Karen G said one out of five stars. Do not go here. They are not friendly at all. I have a three-year-old and a 12-week-old, and they didn't even offer to push my stroller to our seats. They made me take a handicap seat, even though there was more than enough room in the front of the row next to me. The whole row was empty. I could have put my child there. I'm pretty sure they have empty rows because nobody wants to see a movie in this child-hating joke of a movie theater. The only good thing was the floors weren't sticky, but everything else here is trash. I mean, your kid's three. He could be walking. Also, why do you? Why are you bringing a 12-week-old to a movie? You're People the problem. do that all the time. You, you got a three-year-old who's already unruly, and I'm saying that as a oh, dad of a three-year-old. you a 12-year-old, not no. a 12-week-year-old. A, three, a three-year-old and a 12 Yes, That is a fresh baby. That's like right off the tree. <laughs> is For that, real. Is that how it works? I think so. They just fall out when they get right. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. There is an actual TV show about that. It's called Love After Lockup. It is the best train wreck you can ever watch for a half an hour. Check it out. Message deleted. So that was in reference to the story that we were telling earlier about the girl that uh, was, I guess it was an actual, like, some kind of platform to find people specifically mm-hmm. that are ex-cons to date them. And, I mean, it's one thing if it's like a TV show. It's a whole other thing of, I don't even care that she's dating ex-cons. It's that you invited him over on date one to your apartment and he got convicted of something that has to do with indecent exposure. Yeah, like that's We need wild. this chick into therapy. There's she needs something. to figure out something within herself as to, like, whatever. If you invite somebody over on the first date, girl, well, guy, not, whatever. We're not judging not shaming that. that. What I'm shaming about is, like, you know that he was out here publicly exposing himself, showing his all willy to the whole world. Do you feel like that's reminiscent, Mahoney, of, like, when we were younger and we would intentionally drive through, like, the really bad part of town because you're just sort of... You're edging, Curious. you know? Yeah, you're just seeing well, how dangerous okay. you can get. No, <laughs> You white boys just be like, yeah, we're, we're over here. We're tough. No, it wasn't <laughs> and tough. My, and it my was... periwinkle probe. I, no, you wanted to First see. First off, what? that was a Ford Probe GT, okay? <laughs> it had ground effects. And mine <laughs> was a Toyota Celica ST. Ooh. Thank you very you much. From the main and, streets. And to be fair, East St. Louis <laughs> yeah, this is a dude I know. sketchy as hell. So and why were you over there? Because I need, I want to see, like again, see stuff. Because the internet wasn't what it is today. You didn't, you needed to see things with your own eyes. It's a white boy from suburbia, and you're like, you know, you, you hear all these, you know, songs that are coming out of California. You know, where they're talking about Compton and stuff. You're like, I've never seen this with my own eyes. You know what's so crazy is because I was, I lived in Newmarket, Alabama, aka population of literally one thousand. Went to school there, so my variation of of what danger is to you all. Mine was like we would go out in. Uh, supposed haunted, f- like, 
foliage, like we, foliage for like forest we did the area. Same thing. Yeah. Yes, like, <laughs> like you, a pitch a tent. We're like, you, you heard all like this satanic activity took place on this one windy dirt road, and you're like, I'm gonna go down there and see. <laughs> yeah, they murder yes. dogs. I'll tell you this much: the roller coaster road, actually. Yeah. Yeah. The the most freaked out I've ever been is in deep, 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 deep Texas. When I was running out of gas, yeah. and you don't know where you're going, and there's no street and there's lights. no well, there's no there's no towns, and then the one town you pull into, there's like one gas station, and, and it closed think, at six p.m. Dude. No, I think I would choose seriously the city scary over the yep. oh, for, yeah. or the forest and like wooded scary the because wooded scary. I <laughs> I heard someone say this: not every tree is your friend, meaning like. Who's behind the trees? Like, who is, like, in places you just literally cannot see? Like, in the darkness? Like, at least there's street lights in certain yeah. areas in the city, like, where you can at least feel a little bit more safe. The yeah, kind you, of murder. you pitch black dark. Yeah, the kind of murder that would happen is oh my in, in, in the city versus the country. Yeah. I'll take a city murder and any day over a country I murdering. hear some, like, faint banjo playing yep. in the background. Yeah, they're going to sport <laughs> murder you in the woods, oh man. God. I don't like that. No. <laughs> Okay, the thing about the green M&M's, you have to have grown up in the 80s, and I do not think that Audrey grew up in the 80s. I know she's a young girl. I'm an old woman, and I know eating green M&M's, or somebody eating green M&M's, they consider you horny. So go back to your Google and check it out, because it is true. I'm going to send you some green M&M's. Message deleted. We did end up looking it up. Yep. I just didn't know that green was the equivalent to horniness. Um, mm-hmm. And I did know that the green M&M is the sexiest M&M. She does wear high heels. Uh-huh. No, those are now like clogs. She changed back into her boot. Did she? She did. She went on boot stomping her little high. You're not going to cancel me. She went Nancy, Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> These boots are made for walking. And they're right. white boots too, knee highs. That so, is, that's um, a move. But you know what? Nobody really gives the yellow M&M his sexual credit. Um, I feel like he He's a generous is, lover. He does seem like he would be a generous lover. I feel like he would go like slow and salt trick. Yeah. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. I mean, I feel like he's into the tantric stuff. And he's got a peanut literally inside of him. But yes, man. And then the red one, I just, I mean, if we're going in the hierarchy of sexy M&Ms, green for sure, she's up there. Yellow and then red's bottom barrel. Red, red guy just is definitely. He doesn't he, reciprocate. He's the guy who asks, did you? Yeah. He's, he's, he, he doesn't care. Yeah. Like, did you? He doesn't get you a towel. Roll over. <laughs> go clean. No, he doesn't even say, like, go clean yourself up. He's just like, is this it? Like, oh, God. Yeah, poor Red, red M&M, bottom of the barrel. Hey, Mahoney, when did you decide to grow a beard? Was it the double chin from your fat year? Message oh, deleted. Wow. I and, grew yeah, so- and yes. <laughs> I didn't have a beard until I was 25, I think. 26 when I moved down to San Diego mm-hmm. I just like I went into a you know it was it was not a great time for me down when I was uh you know I, I was moved away from my friends my family you all grew that a depression stuff. beard kind of like I, I smoked a lot of weed I was just I was watching Can't even imagine that troll version of yourself I was watching like I would like I would just watch MMA all day I had like a thousand MMA DVDs some old pride and uh, UFC stuff, and uh, I would just watch those like from the beginning to the end, and I just didn't, sh- I just didn't shave for like two weeks once, and I was like, oh, I got a beard, and then it just kind of, <laughs> kind of just stuck for well, me. And you also are very proud of the fact that it is dude makeup for you, yeah, and it that's is. what makes me so mad because I can't grow a good beard, and so like with my double chin, I just got to deal with it. 
See what I mean? Like, you can, can you really not? Now. <laughs> can't get they have beard implants. implants, dude. I can't do that, man. Because you get a five o'clock shadow. I know, but it's all patchy, and then it just doesn't grow right here. Some properly. people try and grow one during the pandemic. I did, and it was atrocious. Do you still? I can't even remember that version of you. Do you still have a photo of what I, that looked like? I'm not resurfacing that thing. Well, why not? Because it's awful. It's embarrassing. I mean, I'm, we don't have to I'm show a, everyone. I'm I just a 44 year old man, and I can't grow a beard. That's not hell? uncommon. There, I, I, I was going to kids to school with kids in seventh grade who had a full beard. I mean, they probably yeah. I mean, those but they also they have a, a full back, full full uh, full back of hair as that's well. True, yeah. You I know, that's like the, that's the down, that's the downside. Like you, anybody who can grow a good beard is hairy everywhere else, man. Like yeah. I'll tell you this much, like. You you're you you are not a uh, naturally hairy man, which no. is it does have its benefits. I've got like a, a flank dog. on my back that has a like a like a landing strip of hair now. You don't have your what? wife nair that for you? I'm, I'm I'm again I'm holding out for some laser hair removal. What? I mean, it will definitely grow back. Why? <laughs> like you've been holding out for laser hair removal and endorsement yep. on the radio sure for have. the last fifteen years. Sure like, have. Can, can I just pay for it for you? It can't be that expensive. I think the prices have gone down significantly over the years. Have they? I mean, but like 15 years ago when I was first talking about it, I think it was like really expensive because it was a new procedure. Now I think there's a lot of like spas and stuff that do it. Or if you, you would actually like to, they have uh, an at-home version now as well. If you would like to volunteer to uh, to nair Mahoney's back, I, we should bring somebody in and just have them do it live on air. No, I mean, actually, I mean as a friend, I've had, I've had I will my just like look away and I would just like just put on some gloves and I will like absolutely do that. I mean, your wife, your wife would do that. My, it doesn't bother my wife. My wife likes me hairy. She like <laughs> runs her fingers through the the not the, the your, back like, hair, the but back the chest hair. Yeah, she like, she like gr- when the, when sexy time is happening, she grabs onto it like a handle. It's like the top <laughs> hat of your butt crack. Oh. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> In some breaking Disney adult news, Mahoney, this is uh, this is something I'm sure you're very excited about. Uh, I guess Disney is expanding their parks to the tune of sixty billion dollars. That is a whole lot of money to be putting into parks. Dave. You know, I just I, I guess the, the news cycle is just weird because I mean we've heard about all the drama in Florida with you know the governor and Disney going back and forth sure. and fighting, and then obviously with the pandemic and everything else. But I, I, it seems like I keep hearing about how like Disney is in trouble. And if they're putting $60 billion into their parks, like the business has got to be booming, right? Well, they probably just have that backlogged. I mean, they're still making money, but it's just they need they do need to kind of revamp a little bit. Yeah. There's a whole generation of a new generation of kids that are going to start coming into these parks. I mean, and they need to see like we are seeing them take away, um, you know, Splash Mountain and turning it to Tiana. You know, for the new generation, for people who, I mean, nobody knows what Splash Mountain is. That's under the age of 30. I mean, even the fact, none of us, I mean, when you talk about when the Song of the South came out, you know, problems aside from that, that actual movie, that movie was out like... When our grandparents were teenagers, that's how long ago that movie came out. I'm and don't get me wrong, I love out. some zippity doo as far as a song goes. Yeah. But, you know, when we're talking about things that are relevant, you know, you take, uh, you know, you, you modernize it. And, Dave, it's it's interesting that you say that, you know, everybody's talking about Disney because they also own ABC, ESPN, Hulu, these things. I think they just know that there is something coming. And obviously, you look at interest rates, you look at, you know, the way the economy has been going. And when you're a company as big as Disney and the mouse, when you have hundreds of billions of dollars at your whim, uh, I think you can see what's coming. 
uh, probably more so than the rest of us. And one of the interesting things that I uh, was talking to somebody on my Disney cruise that I was on is that Disney owns or they lease an island from the Bahama government, the Bahamian government. Uh, it's called Castaway Key. It's amazing. They have a hundred year lease on it. And they're about 25 years into this lease. And we were talking to them about, you know, are they talking about building this up, adding more structures and making this developing this island more? And they say, no, Disney's not doing that. They've got a separate thing called, I think it's called uh, Pelican Point or something point yeah, that they're right. they're it's getting ready to open point. as well. Uh, but they're going to have a much longer lease on that one. But they ha- even though they had 75, 70, 75 years left on this lease, they're planning that far ahead as far as like looking at infrastructure returns I can't on really things give my like that. To think about tomorrow? Are you kidding me? Like you're thinking about seventy five years in advance? I'm yes. pissed because I know I'm going to have to decide on dinner tonight. Yeah, what? <laughs> you know? Like I don't even know what I'm eating for lunch. Like truly, that's so, really impressive for Disney. You know I mean, them opening up. You know, continuing to open up parks around the world, improving the parks that are here in the United States as well. Uh, no shock. To me, that this is, uh, you know, the only thing that's shocking is that that sixty billion dollar number because that is a huge investment. So they're 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 not backing down, and I'm here for it. I mean, my biggest gripe when I go to Disneyland uh, with the kids is that I mean, other than it's expensive as hell, but that's just you know, everything par the, is par for the course. What's what's not expensive anymore? Right. I mean, even just going to the movies is expensive with with four little kids. But you know, Disney's very expensive, but it's just the the, the amount of people, right? It's like sure. if they're expanding it, they're going to make it where there's more attractions and you know, be able to spread people out a little bit more. Or build another one in Texas. Yeah, because the thing that I hate the most is waiting in line, you yep. know? And if they're able to kind of whittle that down a little bit, See, then... but then they so want you. you to be able to buy all of the things and the perks and the pluses in order for you to not have to wait in those lines. So everything yeah, but- is a money grab. I get it. My dad used to take... My dad lived in uh, Jacksonville, Florida for 13 years. And at, like pretty much every summer until I was like 12, we would go to the parks. Yep. And I think that that's just, Dave, part of your indoctrination into the fatherhood um, of, of Disneyland and Disney World. Like, you have to go through that. That's how you become a father. That Not whenever you have, your wife gives birth. It's whenever you take your kids to Disneyland and you're sweating you're and you're sweating. hot. You've got one on your hip and one on your shoulders. Yeah, you're Push one in chased from walking around all day. You can't no, get man. booze anywhere. Like, ah! That is fatherhood. <laughs> uh, you can get booze at uh, California Adventure, Epcot, and Star Wars Land. Oh, I know. Trust me. <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I was just kind of wondering if you guys are following America's Got Talent. And if you are, who do you think is going to win a million dollars. Have a good day. Message deleted. That is not a show that I watch. Did he get into an accident at the end of that? I hope I not. I hope not. Did you hear that? Or maybe if he was you're just going to call us from day. your car, make sure you're very safe. Message deleted. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't watch America's Got Talent like in real time. I feel like I consume more of that show than I would like to um, <laughs> because my daughter, my seven-year-old daughter likes watching it on YouTube. Yeah. And like when I get like caught up, because it's always like this heart-wrenching story yeah, of, you yeah. know, this person has gone through all this like trials and you know, they've never got a break and everything those else. Those people never and- win though. They never win. They but always. They, that's like the first, like what first couple episodes are always the the heartbreaking ones, and then those people never win. Yeah, because they've got the story. They're the ones that they have vetted for the reasons why you want to continue to watch the first into like the first three episodes. Uh-huh. They're the ones that are like the compelling 
TV. Also, I feel I bad for Simon Cowell, man. He looks he looks funny because he's had uh, too much plastic too much, surgery. Too much work, it's a yeah. lot of filler, man. Yeah. He's got so much Botox. And he's Botox. even he's even talked about it where like, he's like, I went too hard in the paint, and now he looks all droopy. Sad. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what's scary about Botox is you can't get droopy. Yeah. Um, I don't really ever turn on those type of shows, but I don't hate it when it's on. Same. You know, like it's yeah. just like leisure watching. Yeah. But I will never ever actively turn it on. I get the you know one if it's they got a clip that's made it viral. I'll, I'll like I usually know that it's going to be pretty good if it's you know got a couple million views on it on Instagram or TikTok. So then I'll I'll give it a watch, but like. That's not in my. Uh, it's not in my 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 weekly watch schedule. I like that this guy was really curious if like we could. Bro I feel down like with we left. On, I feel like we let him down, we man. Did. It doesn't matter. He got into an accident. He's no longer. I with didn't us, know but. that we kind of like were giving that energy that we were, we're America's um, Got Talent show. Are you a little offended? I mean, I just that's just See, interesting take. I think I, my parents love it. No, they? I think yeah. my parents love. I know my dad loved it when yeah. he, you know. Oh. But hmm. please leave a message after the tone. Restaurants and people are brainwashed. Ice does not belong in drinks. All it does is water down the drink and ruin it. The last couple of sips of the soda with ice in it is always the worst. It's just like water with a little bubbly sugar. Ugh. Message deleted. You'd hate me. I honestly like it whenever my tea or my juice is watered down. Like I would pour juice into my cup about like 55, maybe 60% of the way, and then the rest I'll put a water in it. I'm a no-icer. Like, man, if I got to, a, if I go to a McDonald's or like a In-N-Out or something like that that has a dispenser, I'd, I'd never put ice because it's cold out of the fountain. And again, she's right. All it does is water you down. I don't judge other people who use ice. You do you. But I'm telling you, my bang for my buck and my, so I don't have to get up as much because I want as much soda in that cup as possible. Also, I don't know if you've heard this or not. Speaking of the self-filling cups, McDonald's is going to remove yeah. those uh, machines. Yeah, I know. But it's like you know, by 2032 or something I, I don't like know that. if I should uh, disclose this to you, but I do judge people who go no ice. In my head, I go, that person is a cheap son of a bitch. They're just doing that to try I'm to get efficient. extra I'm efficient. Yeah. But there are some places that give you too much ice, and then you uh, drink all of it before you get home. You take like two drinks, and the whole ass thing is gone. You can't be like, it's one thing if you have like sonic ice that's crushed mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and there's a lot of room in there. But if you got that big clunky ass ice, you can't be filling that all the way to the top. You guys think it's really extra that my wife wants to get one of those little sonic ice machines for we've the got, house? No, you've we've got, got one, one, don't you, Mahoney? We've, my wife's got one. Does she love it? That's she why lo- she's she, she loves it. Yeah. She, abso- she absolutely loves it. Mm. Which, again, you know, I whatever makes her happy. You know, you do you. I mean, you're never going to be mad at a, uh, you know, Dave. I mean, you have a lot more activities because of all the kids. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot, especially like with your son playing t-ball. A lot and of the thermoses kids, on the go. Y- y- you're going to need, especially on hot days, you're going to need some ice. <laughs> I feel like you're selling me on this. I'm going to get one. Please leave a message after the tone. The only reason Santa has set up his workshop in the North Pole is to skirt the labor laws in other countries. Don't be fooled, guys. <laughs> Santa's a monster, just like the rest of them. Oh, yeah, what's, he, what's he paying those elves? Nothing. What the, those elves what? are actually just children. <laughs> Santa's pro child labor. The younger, the better. Hey, man. Those little learn. hands, yeah. Yep. Put the hat on, kid. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. If you've ever wondered what we argue about in the studio, uh, I'll tell you. Audrey is trying to convince me that my neck is not equal both ways that I rotate it. Well, so, it's not. just not. What do you mean it's not? So turn your head to the left. Yep. 
and then now turn your head your to the right. Yeah, dude, you well, your shoulders straight, straight forward, forward towards me and me and Audrey. Okay. And now so that, turn your head to oh, the right. Your, your right is way, uh, way more distance going right. No, it's not. It's so the same. what we are arguing nope, about is your uh, ability to turn your head left to right the same equal distance without straining one versus the other. And mine, I can turn mine far more to the left than I can to the right. Mahoney, I think you said the same for no, you or opposite. Right. I can turn it much further right than I can turn it left. Left is a strain for me. And Dave's pretending he's perfect and has the ability it's to not, do It's both. not that I'm perfect. It's just I have one neck and it rotates the equal distance distance that's either just, way. That's just dumb. That's just not true. Audrey claimed that she is like an owl <laughs> when she rotates her head to the left. And she did it, and I'm ki- I kid you not. I mean, first off, Audrey has got a tremendous neck. It is one of Beautiful the- Beautiful neck. She's like a giraffe. Uh, but when she rotated that thing, I did see the back of her head. Look at that. I can see the, she the hair clip a, you have in the back of your head. It's a long neck. It's a muscular neck. She's She's been working out. Next, whoa. <laughs> no, that's so funny. Um, thank you for being on my side, my honey. Um, Dave, uh, I'm- I don't know why I can turn. It's very, I I feel like maybe that that's not normal. If you were one of those like tribal ladies from back in the day who like wore the decorations on their neck, you know, you stack them up. Well, that was a stretcher. You would be. They were trying to stretch their necks. Royalty. I would be. Yeah. And I'm also very pale. Yes. So double whammy there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. No, we have a lot of uh, awkward and odd conversations. Um, I just, I I think you're (laughs) lying to me. This is not a better direction than this direction. It's the same. I you're not doing it far enough. What Feel are you doing it? Doing go, it far? go further. I'm going all the way around. Okay. You're straining. Now you're straining. Of course I am. I'm trying to go all the way around like an owl. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna break your own neck, man. You're gonna you're gonna Steven Seagal your own neck, man. So you really feel <laughs> that you can't do one more. Like better, more better you, than the you, other. You think about this regularly. You know how you give us guff for like guys thinking about the Roman Empire too much. You're sitting here thinking about how how much you can rotate your neck on a daily basis. Yes. Um. Uh. Primarily because I've been noticing as I've been walking around that my right shoulder is just kind of like, like I'm like quasi modioing around. Like my shoulder is like really up there, like very like high. Like I'm kind of at an angle. So I've been trying to stretch it out. And then in that moment when I was trying to do that, I wanted to see if, amongst us in the room if I like which which side was your stronger side. Naturally, when you're walking around, you're just at an angle so like kids could skateboard off you if they wanted to yeah like ollie like you yeah. could definitely or like go go down like staircase style it's a slope. Like, yeah it's a t- slope. tony hawk would love you for sure mm-hmm. t- uh, tony uh hawk two i just better. i can't believe you guys ganged up on me like that i mean it's not i just think that you are a little like, you're denial? lacking a little self-awareness here really? i mean there's a <laughs> there's a way where you, you you strain less i mean like i'm a stomach sleeper and i always sleep Facing a certain direction so you every would have single better night. Mobility going yeah. that specific because I can't way. face like I cannot face the opposite direction when I'm sleeping. Like it hurts. I, fa- you know, down and to the left is where I is the way I sleep every single night. And if I try to sleep with my face to the right, it's tight. You can't. And like, so we, my wife and I, when we're in the bed together, like, and we're sleeping, like, especially if it's like a queen size bed or smaller, and when we're, we're we're like not in our normal bed, like when we're in a hotel or whatever, it's. You have like to sleep on we, the same side. We have no. Home. We have to like negotiate. We have to figure out where we are <laughs> so that like we're not both facing each other with dragon breath. Oh, but uh, you guys could kiss. Dueling. Ew. You guys could kiss. With you the, just fall asleep. Dude, I, for whatever reason, that the, 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 the bed breath is just not like. I understand why so many people get drunk before sexy time happens. Because man, like I, I, I can't. I wouldn't want to be looking at me. Like that close, put a mirror right in front of my face like that. Like, think this is the thing that's you know trying to uh, you know arouse me. I feel I feel so bad for my wife. See, I took I took a picture of my boyfriend when he was sleeping the other day. You did? You are a criminal. Did why? And then he looked so cute. Oh God. (laughs) 
You're a predator. Does he know about this? <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Um, Dave and Mahoney present. Uh, We're going special curling fries. Fast, fast food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. Vivian is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Vivian, what is the best fast food chain in your opinion? What is the best fast food chain? Mm-hmm. Um, Whataburger. Okay. There's a lot of Whataburger fans out there, a lot of In-N-Out people that think that that's the best one out there. Well, today we have a game where you have to try to figure out which fast food restaurant the freakouts happened in. We're going to play you some audio, and there's little clues in the audio. Now, the good news is that Mahoney takes this game more seriously than anything in life. Like, he really loves there this. There is nothing that brings me more joy in life than fast food freakouts, Dave. Uh, as you said, I'm the world's leading fast food forensic expert, or some people may refer to me as a fryologist. Uh, I have been to no less than 23,167 McDonald's in the past two years in the continental U.S. There's just not that many in the United States, but, um, oh my God, did we, dude, Sorry. our phone system sucks. Did it it's just, just drop everybody the whole again? thing just crapped out. Well, oh my she can call back. We'll just play. What if she can't get There's through. one line that appears to be working, and I'm just randomly answering it right now. Dave Mahoney, hey, hey, what's your name? That's not working either. Never mind. I'll just play. Okay. Okay. We don't need them anyway. Well, Vivian, if you are still listening, which I'm sure you are, call back if you can get through. All right, so Mahoney, uh, you and Audrey are playing. You guys don't know the correct answers. Uh, best of luck to the both of you. Should Let's we say- play against each other to make no, this it's interesting? A, I feel like fast food brings people together, Audrey. Oh, okay. Horrible idea. <laughs> we should uh, we should combine with our powers combined. We can figure out where these fast food freakouts are taking place. I think Vivian is back on the phone. Vivian, are you there? Uh, you and Audrey are playing here. Hello? Okay. Yeah, turn your radio down in the background there. This is such a mess. All right. Let's 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 just have you guys play. Yep. We'll try to hook her All up. All right. Later. Okay. So the first one here, uh, this, man is, uh, this man is angry and seems to be very confused because the employees mm-hmm. definitely didn't break anything of his, but mm-hmm. he seems to see it differently. This place is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They screw up, and then they say they're not going to repeat. My child is here. Watch my mouth, they broke my watch. It is not your opinion to tell me what I could do. You just mind your own business back there. And I don't need this dollar, whatever, I want my money back. What's this dollar? You understand even what I'm trying to communicate to you? You wonder why I'm aggravated? Dave, we're going to shoot from the paint. Mm-hmm. We just looked over at each other. That's and, McDonald's. And that's McDonald's. That is McDonald's, man. The kids, that fry beep, that energy that that gentleman is putting out, that is a Mickey D's. For the paint. Correct. Didn't even need the multiple choice. No, we don't. Well done. We just looked over each other, and we we just nodded. Nah, we knew. We, we knew. know, Dave. We are, we are, we are Watson and Holmes. <laughs> Literally, that's we what We spend happens. too much time together, you guys. <laughs> we knew. All right. Here we go on to, uh, on to number two. This uh, this man's order was made incorrectly. He ordered um, he ordered some chicken, and that's not a giveaway because all three of our potential options here are chicken places. Okay. So he ordered three thigh pieces, got three legs, and so he's very upset about it. Started lecturing the manager Who's as- three legs? She- she was refunding him, and still he was going off. I don't care who the franchise is. You're wearing the corporate, you're wearing the decal on here. We're not coming here because you're the manager. And if the service is going to continue to be like it is, you won't have customers. And then you won't have a job. You know, everybody in here hear you. Just give me my money, I'll call corporate. Is that A, El Pollo Loco, B, KFC, or C, Popeye's? 
See, I'm thinking either KFC or Popeyes. It's a Southern man. So five piece KFC does not have a five piece on the normal menu. Ooh. Their biggest one is a normal is a four piece, and then you have to add a additional piece of chicken to get to this a five piece. This man knows his KFC because that? that's my order, Dave. Okay. I get five pieces of chicken, and I know you have to add in an extra leg. Is this guy going Louisiana fast? I, you know, I think that is probably the correct answer. Okay. We're going Popeyes, Dave. Love that chicken from Popeyes. There we go. Well done, guys. Well two done. for two. two for We've two. already won. Can you go three for three? Let's try. Let's see if we can complete. A uh, woman wa- was at the drive-thru window and had the, the window slammed on her. So she came inside to yell at the window. I mean, you slammed that window. Mm-hmm. I would do I would do the same thing. You mm-hmm. would. Yeah. Uh, in my head. I wouldn't probably actually do <laughs> it. But, you know, I would. In the, sh- in the shower, would you, would, you, would, you would. I would yell at that shampoo bottle mm-hmm. so bad. You would throw mm-hmm. that you uppercut. Get it. Get it. Wait a minute. Because I don't know what wrong with this bitch, but I'm not the one for that. You gonna slam the window in my face? Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Yeah. Where's the what manager? I am the manager. Well, you don't need, Actually, you're, she's you're the manager. You're gonna slam she's a window manager. in my she's face? The I'm the assistant. You're gonna slam a window in my face? That's very rude. Girl, I'm glad you backed up. You're smart. That's giving Dunkin' Donut energy. I mean, it sounds like Big Dunkin' to me too, Dave. This ain't that's not a, that's not a fast food place. That's a Dunkin'. Are we pulling it from the paint again? Y'all are. Oh, the paint! Oh, the paint! Undefeated. Phones <laughs> may not work, oh but we do. <laughs> we do. So this proud of us. It's the Dave and Mahoney this Show. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Mahoney has grown up, as we all do with time, but uh, back in the day, you used to be a fairly aggro and uh, you had, had a bit of a temper on you. Uh, and you were prepared, which I like that. You know, you're not just some guy who would just fly off the handle and not be prepared for, for stuff to go down. You mm-hmm. used to have a fence post that you had in the trunk of your vehicle. That is true, Dave. You there recently were... bought yourself a new car. Do you have any car weapons in your new vehicle I yet? I do not, mm-hmm. Dave. I am uh, my, new, my new car weapons is just my car. Wait, what happened to that way too large, absolutely car- comical and cartoonish uh, screwdriver or it whatever was a, it, it was? It was a giant wrench, wrench. Yeah, to deal right. with. I mean, like it probably weighed thirty pounds. Uh, that's now an office weapon. Yeah, that's like our. That's in our. We office. still have that here. It's in our it's, it's in the office, just in case any other morning shows get uppity around here. You know, we can just wrench them. I mean, Bonk. that is a cartoon style wrench. If you want to see it, it's up on our Instagram, I think, at David Mahoney. So. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> it is embarrassing. Mahoney just showed up with it He showed day. up with it, but he really thought, I'm going to use this wrench to put together A this new chair. A computer chair. No, yeah, his computer chair, which, by the way, you never did. Well, I'm, I am I didn't because I need a, uh, a plumber's wrench. That's the tool that I need to. Sir, get you've had four months well, to get a plumber's wrench. I've, you know, Seven. I've been busy, Dave, and also I <laughs> have a busy. feeling like I don't want to bring my chair into this studio because there's a weird thing that goes on in here where the chairs get shuffled around. Musical chairs for I think sure. Somebody's gonna, somebody else is gonna be farting in my chair, and I don't like, the, I don't like the thought of that. That's fair. Well, you would have to label see, it. They're gonna see that that is the best chair clearly in this studio. They will take it for themselves and fart. See, in but it. I mean, I think the musical chairs happen because all three of our chairs look similar. Like if you, no. if it's your Mahoney but, branded chair, they're but, not going to touch it. But they'll feel, see that it's a superior chair. I feel, feel like that it's the chair that rules all other chairs. <laughs> okay. You should get really extra and motorize it so it's like a rascal. Then after the show, you could just drive what, it out like of Doctor Evil? Yes, exactly. You'd look <laughs> okay. at Doctor Evil and you could zip around the the whole office on it, take the elevator up and down. <laughs> we need to fi- hire another associate producer to just push me while I'm in it, just down the hallway. <laughs> so you so like a wheelchair. You want, you want it, just somebody to push you around. Like an adult stroller. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Strap me in. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. 
So the reason why I bring up the uh, the pipe thing is because there is a Phoenix woman who maybe was inspired by you. Oh, yeah? What'd she do, oh, Dave? Oh, no. So I guess this, uh, this woman has had a number of run-ins with the law, much like you did back in the day, but she's been arrested 35 times in Arizona. Wow, that's uh, honestly impressive. That re- really that she's, is. she's, like, released. Like, the fact that you've been arrested 35 times, like, how many crimes do you think she has committed that were Tons arrestable? Tons of petty. Yeah. They gotta be petty crimes, because at some point they're just like, oh, here she is again. So uh, her name is Sidoni Thompson. She's 34 years old, which doesn't seem old enough to be. She's been arrested more years than she's been alive. She went into a Chevron gas station back on September 16th, started opening produce, throwing it on the ground, and filled up a soda cup. And then when she was told, hey, you're going to have to pay for these things, that's when she yelled, I am God and I am the police. Well, okay. God is sort of like police. Yeah. I mean, if she is God, she could also be the police. Yeah. Um, I'm just more shocked that a gas station had produce. Right? Right? Yeah. (laughs) Chevron has produce. Yeah, I mean, like. You see it from time to time. They had had oranges and bananas. bananas. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. And it's Uh, always, like, by the register, and they're always, they're. Was she. Throwing banana peels on the ground to make people try to make people slip, like as a Mario Kart race. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, why are they always so small? Like the, you never get like a good sized banana. Because at a how alarming would it be if you saw those XXXL long bananas at a gas station? You know what? Maybe that's because <laughs> pe- they're afraid people would weaponize those. Yep. I would. What do so, you mean? If, if somebody was coming at me like this wacko Sidoni girl, mm-hmm. and she was there, I would absolutely. Well, I don't know if I'd use a banana as a weapon. If you hit I might somebody use with like a, a really hard honey bun. Well, so good news, Mahoney. And this is the part that I think may be inspired by you. Uh-huh. She reached into her purse and pulled out a metal pipe that she was carrying okay. in her purse, like a meth pipe. And nah. no, like a full-on metal pipe, it's a and big started old purse. swinging it at the employees. She had like a Mary Poppins style purse. How do you just have I, a, I, a I large pipe in your back? I'll tell you this: one of my favorite things I've ever bought at a flea market, which I don't know if they're legal here or not. But it's an extended baton. Oh, extended batons are extended batons. Do you uh, still own that? No, I don't. I gave. Uh, did I gave, you gift it? I gave Dave one as a gift many years ago. What did I do with that extended baton? That's I mean, good. I moved. love that we have all of these extended batons and have no clue where they're at. That's really. There's rogue extended batons <laughs> with our fingerprints on them somewhere. <laughs> so that's worrisome. So I don't know what normally goes on at this Chevron, but this place has got to be pretty metal because one of the employees grabbed a baseball bat that they just had handy. Sick. And they were gonna, I, I guess duel, but the cops got there in time so they didn't have to. It was a baseball bat that had the bathroom key attached to it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. (laughs) Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. White shoes go with everything except outside. Message deleted. That's uh, so fact. That is not true. White shoes go with everything except for outside and kids. It just, it seems like every time if I get like a fresh new white pair of shoes and I put them on, one of my kids will just poof, step directly onto the shoe within the first five minutes of wearing them. I'm that person. You're the clumsy dumb. I accidentally, my boyfriend says that's like, uh, like I gravitate towards it. Like mm-hmm. he'll, he'll get a fresh pair of shoes or he'll just wash his white shoes. And without question, I'll step on them in one second flat. But like, they, it's as, such as a clean look though. Like the, the dads in the eighties and nineties with the new balance, you and know, the, and the, the old monarchs. school Reeboks yeah. Yeah, and the Nike, the Nike Monarchs. It's just, it just looks good. It does. And you know, they've done work when they went, when they wear their grass cutting shoes. 
out to like if you're at Home Depot, you're like, that's a dad who puts in work. He's out there working. Mm-hmm. And I like that there was like a little system that for whatever reason, all dads knew the dad code of how you would retire your white monarchs and then they become your grass mown shoes. Yep. I mean, because that's genius. Yeah. That you know, we it was it was like uh, you know, we didn't we didn't let anything go to waste back then, Dave. Please leave a message after the tone. What's the smallest amount of money that you'd accept to have sex with someone? Message deleted. <laughs> I'm not ha- like I'm so grossed out by other people at this point. So I mean, we're talking. <laughs> I need retirement money at this point, and my retirement is not going to be cheap. So, you know, give me like ten, ten mil. Ten million dollars post tax, one million bucks in cash. No. You wouldn't, you wouldn't slip because I mean, it's obviously not somebody that you find attractive. Otherwise, yeah. you probably wouldn't have. To, sure, they wouldn't. Have but to it's pay like for it. because at that point, it's going to be somebody you don't want to, and people are so gross. Like I'm just not. Like I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm just done. I just don't know if I could have sex with someone and not know them. Well, that's, that's well, fine. Well, <laughs> no, that's but not, like, that's not but like, me. It would be fine for you guys, but I mean, like for for I mean, if it's the Sahara, like that's not that great because if I don't know you and if I don't find you attractive, like I mean, yeah. like what do you mean? Why do we? Why do am I accepting cash for pleasure? Like that just seems weird. But you're not you're not necessarily even getting pleasure out of it, right? Like I'm we're, if we're talking about transactional and like I'm doing it for the money. This is a job. Yeah. If you wouldn't do a job like that for $100,000, $50,000. Sex I, is so See that you guys are this is a dude versus woman thing and maybe this is also just me being a prude. I do not think I would be able to perform. What? I do not think that about me. Like, I don't think that I could just go up to someone and be like, hey, oh, you're going to offer me some money for, for, for sex? Cool. Let's go back there. I would be so self-conscious the entire time. Yeah, like, what if I had just the- eaten? <laughs> yeah. Like, and then I've got, like, belly splashing all over the place. And it's like, sure, I just got a million from you. But also, like, you're going to remember that about me. It's a million dollars. Like, I don't care. Nah, I mean, 10, I'm not saying that I wouldn't 10. take the money, but I would just be really self-conscious the entire time. It's fine. Uh, and then, like, how long are we talking? Oh, like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. if it's anything more than, like, seven minutes. Like, seven if, minutes? Like, yeah, that's if, way seven too long. Minutes. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's, like, we need a time crunch here. So if it's a milli for, like, five minutes, is it a milli for, like, what do you mean? Like, is it until, like, I, like, until you? Yeah. Or until I? Yeah. Until both? Until like, the, the purchaser has completed the... Because we might not even have can't? to have sex. Uh, yeah. We might not even have to have sex. Yeah. You could just, like, for, like, what? For, like, did you get for you and then just Y'all the, are the exhausting, man. Jeez. I'll, I'll take the million dollars and I'll sleep with all three of the people if I need to. I'll three million bucks. You would three, You would take the team for post all tax. three? Sure. Post-tax. I mean, post-tax, fine. It's got to be post-tax. You bet. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you and I have spent a lot of time around poker players, uh-huh. and there's some poker players that really have their stuff together. They're very, very good at what they do. They're incredibly smart. They're analytical. You know, they use their math skills because they make a lot of money using their math skills at a poker table, and those people are on the up and up. And then we've also dealt with a lot of poker players that are just absolute pieces of dirt. Junkies who don't shower. Just wearing the just same maniacs, pair of Loving doing all the cocaine, the drugs. You know, it's, 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 it's a really interesting world world because there are so many types who do well yeah then you know you have like the 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 high level business guys that just want to play in the high stakes games because they want the thrill of it right and they normally get dusted by the professionals but whatever they don't care they're just there because they want to splash around the game yeah 
Uh, but like you said, there's all sorts of people out there. And when you think about like the, the dirt bags, the people that you were talking about who are just junkies and they don't shower, you'd think that would be the bottom of the barrel. But no, let me introduce you to another individual. His name is Rob Mercer. He's 37 years old. He's from California. And he played in the World Series of Poker main event. Now, if you're okay. not familiar with that, it's $10,000 to buy into it. And there's usually like 10,000 plus players or, you know, something like 7,000 to 10,000. You know, there's a lot of players who play in the main event. If you win the main event, you're talking about, you know, potentially 10 plus million dollars for the first And spot. the prestige that comes mm-hmm. along with being able to do so because there's, you know, only so many people who've done that. Well, this guy, uh, you know, he was having a hard time with his health and... He, uh, he actually took it to, to a GoFundMe where he you know, let people know he was dealing with colon cancer. And he you know, was like, hey, I'm dealing with colon cancer right now, which obviously is really, really tough to, to deal with. Um, but he said that his dream was to play in the World Series of Poker, and he really hoped to be able to play this year because who knows if he's going to mm-hmm. see another year or be able to play if he'd be healthy enough in years to come. And people on GoFundMe, I guess, were, were touched. And so they decided they were going to donate uh, like $50,000 to this guy. I mean, that's a huge amount mm-hmm. of money to be buying. I mean, you, not only can you buy into the main event, you can buy in to many of the events that are going around the main event as well. Yeah, and so people got a little suspicious, though, when they saw this guy in the casino and he was splashing around all kinds of money um, outside of the the main event. Uh-huh. And you're like, that's just kind of weird. Like, if this guy is, like, really ill, what is he doing up late at night partying and gambling? You know, if he's so sick sure. that, you know, he's worried that he might not see next year because of his colon cancer, it just struck people as weird. Well, you know where this is going. Was he lying oh. about having colon cancer? Yes, he made it up. Oh. And he, he, he did come clean. He said, I shouldn't have told people. I have colon cancer. I just did that as a spur-of-the-moment thing when somebody asked me what kind of cancer I had. I hate and when so, people get, uh, apologize because they got caught. Well, and so this is the other part that'll just really grind your gears. Uh, he he got caught because he was splashing around in the casino, but also when he was at the table, you know, there's plenty of downtime in poker, and people are asking him about his treatment and the uh-huh. cancer, and he was just fumbling and bumbling all over the place. He clearly had no idea what he was talking about. But here's where he doubles down. He said, I don't have colon cancer, but I believe that I have undiagnosed male breast cancer. Okay. It's not, right. I haven't actually gotten diagnosed for it. Uh-huh. I just think that I have Self-diagnosed, that. undiagnosed. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't, like, just make it up. Yeah. And, That's not something you just make up. But he, he then triples down on it and says, I was embarrassed that I have undiagnosed male breast cancer cancer and that's why I went with the colon cancer and because of that reason I'm not going to be giving any of the money Well you back. know it's pretty wild um, if you're a poker player you might have some cash to where you're able to go in and get that sort of tested out um, you can get diagnosed you know you have the mm-hmm. ability to yeah. go in there yeah. are scans yeah. there are mammograms if you, if you got $50,000 you, you could you could 100% go get scanned yes. and here's the thing like this is just fraud and I hope they mm-hmm. you know now that the story is coming to light that the authorities look into it and throw the book at this guy because yeah. here's the thing we as a society you know I mean our our medical system's jacked First and foremost, but one of the things I do like about our jacked up system is that there are so many people who care and want to help out where they can when we hear stories like this. And then when you you lie and you take advantage of people's generosity, it just makes that many more people get skeptical. And somebody down the line who actually may have cancer and it need, needs help, somebody else is going to be like, ah, this may be a scam. So it puts that doubt in their head. And look at how punchable this guy's face. Oh, is. I want I want this guy to get punched in the face just repeatedly once he's in prison. I want somebody. I, he like. I hope he has the sharpest Lego go up his b- 
<laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 